You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Who is this new Shane Bieber? We'll break it down next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome to FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Thursday, April 21st. I am Frank Stanfield, and I'm all alone. Everybody left me. I feel like John Travolta in that gif where he's just looking around and he's all by himself. That's me. Anyway, let's talk about Shane Bieber, the new version. He picks up his first victory on Wednesday against the Chicago White Sox. Six innings of one-run balls, seven strikeouts to zero walks. He had 17 swinging strikes on 86 pitches. And how did he do that? He went heavy with the slider 42% of the time. This new version of Shane Bieber, if he's going to succeed with this lower velocity, it's going to be by relying on his secondary pitches like this slider, and he's going to have to have immaculate control. He had zero walks in this start. Uh, The problem is he still gave up a lot of hard hits. So if he starts walking people and he gives up hard hits, that's going to be a recipe for disaster. He can succeed with this lower velocity, again, leaning into the slider, and he just really can't afford to walk anybody. So I am encouraged by this start. I don't know that Shane Bieber could still be a top five or top 10 starting pitcher with this fastball velocity around 90 miles per hour. Can he still be a top 15, top 20 starting pitcher? Still be very good and valuable for fantasy purposes? I think so. Um, do I look to sell after, after the start? Yeah, I think if you can get fair value, I'm not just selling for the sake of selling him. If you can get a, a top 30 or maybe even a top 40 player in return, it's something I might look to do, but <clears throat> he can succeed with this lower velocity, and he kind of laid out the blueprint for how he will do that uh, on Wednesday afternoon. How about if you need an outfielder? We've got some ads for you. Jerkson Profar was great again on Wednesday. He went two for four with a sock and a shoe. That's a home run and a steal in the same game. His fourth home run of the season, his first steal of the season. Jerkson Profar is just 53% rostered. And I know Profar has been around for a while. We kind of just know who he is at this point. He's doing things a little bit different so far this season. He's hitting the ball harder than ever before. And he's pulling the ball a 71% pull rate This is interesting because we've seen other hitters who aren't necessarily power hitters succeed by pulling the ball more than ever before. Last year, it was Jorge Polanco. In years past, it's been Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman. If Jerkson Profar is leaning into this approach, then I think that he can have success. So wherever he's available, three outfielder league, five outfielder league, if you have someone who's struggling off to a slow start, I'd be all right making that swap. I'm very encouraged by what I've seen from Jerks and Profar. Another one I wanted to mention, Anthony Santander with the Baltimore Orioles. He goes two for four with a double, and he's batting 297 early on. He's walking a bunch, a 20% walk rate for his career. He's been right around a 6% walk rate guy for uh, Santander. So if you play in an OBP league or even a points league, I would look to get Santander on my team. I still do prefer Profar over him, uh, but those are two names that I'm looking at and I'm interested in. Another one, Alec Bohm goes two for four with his first home run of the season. He is crushing the ball early on. A 95 mile per hour average exit velocity. And a lot of what we said coming in was that he needed to lower the ground balls. He needed to raise the launch angle. That is exactly what he's done thus thus far. The defense is questionable. That's what will keep him off the field. But if he hits, he's going to play. And so far, Alec Bohm is hitting uh, 33% rostered. 
Not a must-add in shallow leagues, but if you have a spot available to stash a player, Alec Boehm is someone that I would look to do that with right now. We had some big news come out on Wednesday afternoon. This one came out of nowhere. Andrew Heaney, who has pitched fantastic this season, lands on the IL with left shoulder discomfort. Tyler Anderson will start in his place against the Padres on Saturday and is rostered in just 10% of leagues. So if you play in deeper leagues, you can look at Tyler Anderson. The bigger news is what this meant for Tony Gonsolin, who was great against the Atlanta Braves on Wednesday afternoon. Six shutout innings, one hit, three walks, three strikeouts, 12 swinging strikes on 83 pitches, really leaned into the slider and had tremendous success. The bigger news here is that they couldn't go with their tandem starter strategy with four innings of Gonsolin, four innings of Tyler Anderson, because they now need uh, Tyler Anderson to start in Tony Gonsolin's place. So as long as Gonsolin is out, I'm not sure how long it's going to be. Uh, As long as Heaney is out, rather, excuse me, I think that we're going to see them rely on Gonsolin and let him go deep into his starts. And if they do that, then these might be the results that we're going to get from him. So lots of upside with Gonsolin. I know he's someone that Scott liked quite a bit coming into the season. They finally let him go, and he looked really good in doing so. Gonsolin is 69% rostered. Nice. So if you can go and pick him up in shallower leagues, or if you held on to him, I think that you should feel very, very good about Tony Gonsolin after the start. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.